Hi everyone, it is Sarah Hannon again with A Mom's Cancer Story, and today's topic is writing letters to your loved ones. And I'm going to share with you why I started writing letters and possibly even encourage you to do the same thing to leave your legacy behind. Now, to give you a background story of when this first started for me was way back in the summer, fall of uh, 2020. And it was after my brain surgery, they had resected the tumor and they were doing tests on it. And they had first diagnosed that tumor as being a grade three meningioma. Now, mind you later, remember it was diagnosed as a Ewing sarcoma later, but initially they diagnosed it as a grade three meningioma and explained to me that grade three meningiomas do not metastasize to other parts of your body, but they can like metastasize or like be malignant um, in your brain. Um, So the best word would be be malignant, um, meaning that there could be more tumors that could grow throughout your brain um, as the uh, meningioma continues to grow and develop. Um, They said that there would be no chemo that I could do with this treatment, but I could possibly do radiation to either slow the possibility of the next tumor coming back Um, and or in the future even slow the growth of new tumors that were to form in my brain and they kind of said that that was all that they could do for me and I almost felt like that it was like it was a death sentence and the reason why was because it almost seemed like I knew that that was going to be eventually what would kill me I don't know how many months or years down the road that would be I could still have 20 years of life or it could be 15 or 10 or two months I but the point was was that it was almost knowing and figuring out what I wanted to do with the rest of my life um because I knew that this would be something that eventually would probably um either even change who I am as a person um or continue to grow and possibly kill me and when I had that diagnosis my boat was definitely rocked and I stepped back and I thought about what was the most important thing to me here on this earth since I only have so many months left what was that and instinctively it was you know my husband and my son they're the most important things and so I tried to think about what do I want to do to leave behind for them and it was focusing on what I wanted my legacy to be what did I want to leave for them what did I want to leave for other people And so a part of that was learning that I wanted to write letters for, um, for my family and for Noah, it was writing letters for important milestones in his life. Um, I also do have a journal for Noah and the journals are more just talking about things that I'm going through with him. Um, so like, oh, today you did this for the first time. It was really cool to watch you do it. Or... Um, I'm seeing you develop this in your personality. So it kind of goes forward with things that I'm experiencing with him compared to these letters are things to encourage Noah with as well as even tell Noah a part of my story of different things that I had either learned or gone through in those milestones in my life in hopes that maybe he wouldn't make the same mistakes that I did. Um, So that's kind of what started me wanting to write letters. And then when I was later diagnosed with it being a Ewing sarcoma and they said, all right, now let's get on board. Let's do some chemo. Let's, let's knock this cancer in the butt. Um, that drive to still write these letters continued. 
and um, I continued to write letters to Noah all throughout my Ewing sarcoma treatment. And I also knew that I wanted to write letters to Ben, but I really couldn't come up with like many milestones in Ben's life because he had already done a lot of milestones, right? And so I could only come up with like maybe retirement or maybe his first grandchild. Um, but I did have a conversation with my social worker at Mayo during radiation about this specific topic. And I said, so I just don't know what I am supposed to write to Ben about. And she explained to me that families who lose loved ones, their first year and even their second year is the hardest year to experience holidays without their significant other. Um, even if it was your first birthday without you here, your first, their first Mother's Day without you here. Um, those are pretty tough. And she said, honestly, actually, sometimes the second year is tougher because the first year the family is just in shock. They're just kind of going through the process of, yep, this is with, out Sarah this year this is and um, so even having a letter to more be focused on the second year than the first year or both years or one that could be read for the both first years um, she said would be something that you could more focus on and I loved that idea I loved the idea of focusing on the holidays with then um, that he could read those and open those on those specific holidays um, and help him with the grieving process. Now, when people go through life, a majority of the population doesn't think about dying every day. Um, it's not really put in your, your face every day and you just get to go about your normal life, not considering that you might have a limited amount of time. For me personally, cancer changed that for me. I think about dying all the time now. Um, and so if I were to challenge you, if you could take a step back and think about if I were to die tomorrow, what would I want to do today? Um, and remember, we're never guaranteed the next day. So what if that really was true for you? What would you want to do? Um, what would be the most important thing for you to do? Um, I actually had a friend of a friend who explained to me that they lost their dad um, to a car accident. And that is one thing that they said that they missed the most is they wish that their dad was given the opportunity to leave something behind for them. Uh, if it was a letter, leaving behind something super important that they, he wanted his specific child to have, or um, that was what they missed the most. And not a lot of people get the opportunity to think about that and think about what they would want to leave behind. And for me, cancer has been a blessing in that way to actually think about what I want to leave behind for my family and given time, given the opportunity to do that. And so that's what this podcast is to, to do for you is to take a step back, take a deep breath and think about what is it that you want to leave behind whenever you're time here on the earth is is up um also i want to just give you a few um possible recommendations for milestones for writing for your children if that is something that seems like it's matching you um these are the kinds of just a few of the letters that i wrote for for noah not all of them but just a few um the first was the day that noah accepts jesus um the day that he's baptized um, his 13th birthday, his 16th birthday, his 18th birthday, his 21st birthday, 
um, his wedding day, the day that he gets his first job, the day that he gets his first car, and the day that he gets his first child. Um, again, that's not all of them, but just a few, just to start your brain thinking about what letters would be the most important to write to you, um, to write to your, your children. And I'm just going to leave you here with the thought, if you were to die tomorrow and you had the opportunity to prepare for it, what would you do? Um, I hope that you guys are encouraged by this. Um, please reach out to me. Um, if you ever have any questions or concerns, my email is uh, momscancerstory at gmail.com. And I look forward to hearing from you guys and hope to um, hear from you and see you again in the future. Thanks. Bye. Bye.